0: If you're looking to get one-on-one help with preparing for your next job search, get clarity on your career goals, or targeted help for salary negotiations, I would love to work with you. Just click the Discovery Call link in the episode description so we can get started and work together. I'm Merritt Fields, and you're listening to the Career Gems Podcast. Today I'm talking to you about why having a 9-to-5 is A-O-K. We're in a world where entrepreneurship is highlighted so heavily that sometimes we forget a nine-to-five is still popping. Hello again, and welcome to the Career Gems podcast. If you're a long-time listener, so glad you're here. If you're new to my podcast, welcome. Welcome. I'm glad you're here as well. And allow me to introduce myself. I am a career coach, a strategist, an expert of all things career. When it comes to overcoming the many career challenges that arise, I know it works. I alleviate professional women of color's frustration of trying to navigate workplace challenges by yourself. I help motivated, ambitious, career-minded women of color to stop playing small and start going after their true desires to elevate their careers. I'm a career connoisseur. I'm SHRM SCP certified, and I have 15 years of professional and HR experience. I also have lived experience as a Black woman, and I've seen firsthand the challenges women of color face in the professional world. I understand what hiring managers are looking for, and I teach y'all how to market and promote your unique skill sets by using your authentic voice. Essentially, I help you secure the bag and get your dream job. In this space, every month I will have a guest speaker to talk about a special topic. We're going to be dropping knowledge and sharing all things career and sharing our stories and experiences. So stay tuned. All right, so we're going to kick off with the guest speaker of the month. In today's episode, I spoke with Kirsten Norwood. Kirsten is an experienced HR professional with a focus in recruiting, training, and inclusion. Kirsten is a journalist by trade, but an HR professional by passion, and that's why she hosts her own podcast, All Things Career. The mission of the show is to empower professionals of color with the unwritten rules of career success. Her career purpose is to help minorities have a fair chance at achieving their career goals and be empowered to reach their full potential. Throughout her career, she has recruited thousands to companies and helped hundreds reach their career goals. Now, she wants to expand her reach nationwide so that she can be the person she wishes she had when she first navigated corporate America. When she's not working, she's enjoying spending time with her husband, Darius, their fur baby, Lola. She also enjoys giving back to her community, particularly the Down syndrome community and the pageant industry. So let's hop right in into our conversation. Well, I am just super excited because this month I have a special guest who literally like... I don't know if y'all know the backstory, you probably don't, but like we literally reached out to each other randomly on social media and then we started emailing and then we've now become sister friends. So all of that to say, guys, like social media really is real and you really can make real connections. So our guest for today is Kirsten Davenport. Super excited that you are here, Kirsten. And most importantly, I feel like this is a topic that we talk about all the time, but most importantly, the topic we're talking about today is why having a nine to five is a okay.
1: So welcome, yes. Kirsten. Well, yes. thank you so much for having me, Mary. And like I am likewise, like you, I'm so happy that social media interaction has turned now into a sisterhood and a friendship. So super excited to be on the show this month. Thank you. Okay, so. Y'all know how I like to
0: do. I like to do a lightning round when we have guests where we just ask really quick questions. The first thing that comes to your mind, that is a thing. There is no right or wrong answer. And then we're going to just talk. So lightning round. All right. Favorite
1: movie? Dreamgirls, hands down. Oh, wow. Okay. I haven't seen that movie. Um, (laughs) No.
0: I have not seen that movie. No. I don't know if it's because like Beyonce acting. I love Beyonce. Beehive do not come for me. Okay. I love Beyonce. But it's something about, I don't know, her acting that I can't get past. Anyways, hugs or kisses? Kisses. Favorite memory?
1: To date my marriage, my wedding day. Oh my gosh. It was a movie. Wedding weekend. Let me just be Mm. clear. So wedding weekend. (laughs) Awesome. Your favorite song? Ooh, right now, new favorite song is by Pink Sweats. And you guys are probably like, uh, Pink Sweats, huh? But he has this really good new song out called Real Thing. And it's featuring Tori Kelly. And it's so good. Like, I listened to it like five times a day. It's so good.
0: <laughs> I have to check it out. I love Tori Kelly. She's underrated to me. But she that girl's fine. A sport that you wish you could play. Ooh basketball. Okay. Dogs or cats? Dogs, hands down. Favorite board game? Checkers. Favorite vacation spot? Jamaica, baby. And your celebrity crush? Chris Brown, hands down. Okay. Come on, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for that. So I'm going to transition us and we're going to hop into our topic for this month. And again, that is just why having a uh, nine to five is a-okay. Before we hop into that, I would love it if you can give us just a little bit of background and overall about your career. What was your first job? What were you doing? Did you think you were going to be doing what you're doing now when you first started? Like tell us can kind of walk us through your journey of getting to where you are now.
1: Yeah, I love telling this story because there's some common themes, and I'll be sure to share those at the end of the story. But my journey is super unique. I went to school to study journalism and telecommunications and I wanted to be the next Oprah. I was gonna have my own TV show. I already knew what the theme was gonna be. I knew who I was gonna interview for the first year. Like I already had it mapped out. And my first offer out of college was making less than $30,000 a year Uh Moving to a state I never heard of, Uh
0: -uh.
1: North Dakota, (laughs) and I didn't know anyone there. And I was just like, what? Like, huh? Like, this is not the dream that I envisioned for myself. I did not envision myself to be moving across the country to a state I never heard of, let alone knew anyone at, to be making little to nothing. And so, Working was something that was super important to me throughout my entire life. I got my first job when I was 14, working at Kroger. And I kept that job throughout college, just going home on the weekends, having extra money to spend, you know, as a college student. And once I graduated, they were like, hey, like we will offer you a job in HR to do recruiting. We know you as a journalist, you're asking questions, you're telling stories, you're connecting with people. You Mm -hmm. can do that same thing in HR. Would you be interested? And hey, guess what? We're going to offer you more than $30,000. We're actually going to double that. And I was like, oh, of course. Like, yes, like I will definitely take this offer. So I started working for a particular store unit first, and then I ended up getting promoted and I started working at, it's kind of like division for all of the stores in Indiana, Illinois, and Michigan. So I oversaw the recruiting strategy for all the stores across those three states. And it was about 120 stores that I oversaw the strategy for. And it was a really, really great foundation into HR into the recruiting space and really just gave me a new respect for the HR function in all. And so I loved that job. I loved recruiting, but I knew that I wanted more. And there wasn't a lot of people around me that had upward growth, like the only other thing that I could see myself doing would require me to give up things that I didn't want to do. So like it would require me to work weekends. I didn't want to do that. It would require me to not have my holidays. It would require me not to have a work life balance. And so I knew that was my time that I needed to start looking for other jobs. And then I landed my job that I'm in now with working with Eli Lilly and company. And I started off in recruiting. So same thing, learned a lot, traveled across the United States, but I always had that passion for diversity, equity, and inclusion. So I was always finding ways to integrate that, integrate training, integrate talent management processes into how I was recruiting. And so I took that role in recruiting and now I work full time in diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so that long story spanned it over, you know, the last 10 plus years. But I think the theme that I always share with college students is that one, you don't have to have it all figured out. Right. And that Mm can be well, if you're in college or if you're an adult, but also you're not defined by what your degree is like you can definitely take your degree and figure out your transferable skills and apply it into a different field. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I feel like makes me stand out to other HR professionals is that, you know, I do not have the HR training that you do. And some people may say, oh, well, maybe you're not as qualified. But I look at it as like, no, because I bring a different point of view. We're not going to be doing the same boring tactics over and over and over Mm -hmm. wanting results. I'm going to truly give a fresh perspective to it. So I just I love that. And I love that I'm able to see my transferable skills impact people in such a meaningful way in their careers. So I hope that answered your question. It was a little long, but I think it's so important to share that your journey does not have to be lateral. You can move from place to place and it doesn't have to be all planned out right in advance from the moment that you leave college.
0: Yes. No, that definitely answered my question. I feel like your story also touches on something that's really important. And I feel like I talked to a lot of people around this. And that is like, you can think that you have everything planned out. Mm -hmm. And then once you do it, (laughs) <laughs> then you realize actually this is not what I wanted at all right so like yes. you had to end up going in the middle of nowhere in North Dakota where you knew no one where you had to work on weekends and holidays and get paid literally pennies on the dollar and you're like wait a minute this is not mm, mm, this does not work for me so you like uh-uh. so you made the pivot and it's like it's okay to make the pivot. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's smart instead of just trying out something that you know you don't like. So I feel like that's something that you really touched on that's super, super important. I also feel like you segue perfectly into our, our topic for the month. Like, I'm not gonna say it gets under my skin, but I will say, I think now because we are in this interesting trend in social media, I feel like there is this focus on entrepreneurship and everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. And oh, my gosh, if you're not your own boss, you're not a boss, babe, you need to be a boss. How come? Right. Like, I just feel like there's just so much pressure to perform and be your own boss and be an entrepreneur and be all these things that people and we have all devalued having a regular nine to five job and doing that. And like, I would love to hear your thoughts on why it is a okay to have a nine to five.
1: Okay, well, first and foremost, you know, pageant background, I'm gonna first throw a bone, right? I respect and I value who want that for themselves, right? People, and I believe in multiple streams of incomes. Let me be clear.
0: Yes, and I'll even okay. I'll do the same bone too, and to say right, we both are also entrepreneurs with nine to five. Right? I don't want people to be like, "Eh, she's no, no, no." Like, there is value in entrepreneurship. I just think that there's more. But go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No, you're fine. Yes. However, it is okay if you're nine to five is where the majority of your income comes from. It's okay if you love your nine to five, because I think there's a culture also in addition to being mm-hmm. that your own boss is like, oh, my job is so toxic. Oh, like, I can't wait until the weekend or like, oh, it's Monday. Like, I'll be honest, man. Like, I'm like, yes, it's Monday. And like Saturday and Sunday, I'm thinking about work stuff because I'm so passionate about this space. I don't want people to feel like, oh, I'm an outlier because I love my job or, oh, I'm an outlier because I think about my job on the weekends or think about my jobs after hours. That's okay if you truly do care about your work and you truly want to move the needle on whatever your job position or whatever it calls for. I think also on the flip side of that, and the reason why I started this entrepreneurship journey, and also why I started podcasting and doing the things outside of work is that your job and your job title and your job position is not everything to you. Like it can Mm -hmm. be a big majority, but I find that I have more passion and more value and more purpose when I find things to do outside of work that aligns with my overall goal. So Mm -hmm. I think it's, two-sided. Like you can't be a hundred percent in your career, hundred percent in your job, because if that job closes today and what we saw in 2020, like, and okay. you won't have anything, but uh, you don't also have to be focused only on entrepreneurship to the point where you're like, forget my job, like forget my nine to five. I'm only going to focus on this and I'm going to struggle and I'm going to eat ramen noodles. Like it does not have to be that. <laughs> like You can have both. And I would say if I could put my career on like a scale, I would say of my time is like in my passion is dedicated to my nine to five. And that 25% is dedicated to my entrepreneurship. Will that change over time? Maybe, but that's where I am right now. And right now I'm feeling fulfilled. That's so perfect. I feel like your last part about fulfillment is really
0: what we're getting at and why it's important for us and for everyone really like to figure out what fulfillment means for your career, because it's going to spill out in other areas of your life. It's inevitable. Like you're working so many hours in a day. What are the things that fulfill you? One of the things I'm curious about too is, in all the experience that you shared about your journey and how you got to where you are, I'd love it if you can share a little bit about some of the things that you're most proud of.
1: Ooh, yes, yes. I think before I answer that, one thing that I wanna say is that my nine to five and me being good at my nine to five makes me a better person, not only in my side hustle, but also as a human being. So if we think about mm-hmm. diversity, equity, and inclusion, you know, you're thinking about making people feel welcome, value, respected, and hurt at work. But that can apply with my side hustle. And that can also apply at home and how I treat people and how I show up to my family and to my friends. And so mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that we oftentimes don't really think about when we think about our careers like we think about oh we're building all these skill sets like project management holding a conversation presentation but how does those skill sets that you're building in your 9 to 5 spill in or spill on to other areas of your life at home or as a friend or as a colleague or as a family member like those skills that you're building and working on every single day also makes you a better person outside of work but as far as my two main accomplishments that I'm most proud of one of them is work focus and one of them is side hustle focus and I'm going to talk on the work one first because it'll lead into why my side hustle is what it is mm-hmm. so when I was in my role I was recruiting and I saw a lot of college students particularly students of color that could not afford college. And this is a common theme for a lot of families of color. College is very expensive and a lot of people have to take out loans. And Mm -hmm. I saw a need for our company to provide a scholarship to help those students achieve their school goals, but also their career goals. And so I did some research, I compiled some data, and I came up with this proposal to present to my leadership at my company. And it's now a $1.3 million investment that we have made pouring awesome. into students of color, particularly in the state of Indiana. And that's a perfect example of how I use my skill set, what I was seeing at work to make an impact outside of just the job position, right? So it's going to impact students' careers, but also impact them being able to finish college, which is important and is so valuable for people of color. And so now when I think of outside of work, I'm using that same mindset and that same point of view of like, how can I use data? How can I use impact? How can I use what I'm hearing from actual students of what they need or actual people of color, what they need in their careers and make an impact. And so what I am doing now is hosting a podcast similar to Merit, addressing the things that people want to hear and that they need advice on in their careers. And so we talk about that, different topics in the podcast and Merit has came on to talk about how to get paid for what you deserve. So I think those things are so important. It's something that I learned, a skill set that I learned in, my career, but also something that I can take and apply to my side hustle or to my entrepreneurship things and things outside of work to make life better for people outside of my company.
0: I love that. First of all, congratulations. One Thank million, you. like, yes. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> if we talked about my student loan debt, baby, honey, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> trying to tell people like, listen, The best advice I can give you is see if the school will pay for your undergrad and see if your job will pay for your graduate degree. Don't do what I did. Don't be out here owing Fed loans and all these people all this money because it's not worth it. It really isn't like there's other ways. I love this story. So thank you so much for sharing my last question for you as we kind of wrap up our time together. I love this one because I think sometimes we forget that there is something so advantageous and something so beautiful about hard lessons, right? And like failures, really. So I'm curious about either what is some of the best advice or some of the unwritten rules that you've received and learned and or like what is one of those things where it is the best life lesson that you've had based on either something that didn't go the way you thought it would?
1: Mm, there's so many there's so many I actually have a tab on my phone that's called unwritten rules and I just like write them down just so that I can go into moments like these and just really reflect and have something meaningful to say so it's gonna be so hard to pick just one but I think one of the best advice that I received well two and they're twofold and they're related and they go perfectly with this conversation but one is that what's for you will never miss you. And what misses you was never really for you. And I think that is something that I have seen to be true for myself in multiple instances. But one in particular is a story that I started with when I started this interview of college, right? I thought I was gonna be a journalist. I thought I was gonna be the next Oprah and that missed me. It wasn't for me, but- Mm -hmm. I'm now in the career that I'm supposed to be in. I'm going and doing what I was called to be. And so I think oftentimes as, you know, professionals, we think about, you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right place? Did I make the right decision? And I think it's so much peace comes in that quote of like, it's never going to miss you. So if you miss out on it, you know, in 2022, it's going to come back to you in 2024 and you're going to have the opportunity to achieve and to do it. And I think... The second thing that I'll share that goes along with that is, you know, when your passion is on display, opportunities find you. So when you're in that little moment of waiting, make sure that you're living out your life of passion and making sure that people know what you like and you enjoy and what's important to you, because that's when opportunities will come to you. And that's how we connected, Merit. And so I think that that's just so important that we live in that Piece of like, we're going to find what's meant for us, but we also live in a place where we are so passionate about the things that we care about.
0: I love that. I feel like there's nothing else to add on that. We, we can end on that, honey. <laughs> I just think that there's something about when people can see your passion, people want to get behind you. People want to support you. People want to uplift you. So to me, that that's spot on. Well, Kirsten, thank you so much for joining this month for our monthly speaker series, where this month our topic was about why having a nine to five is a-okay. As always, I always enjoy when you're on the show. And I don't know if there's anything that is up and coming or anything that you want to share with the audience so that you'd love for people to participate in. Please feel free to share.
1: Oh, thank you again, Merit, so much for having me. It's always an honor and privilege to speak with you. I would say if individuals want to connect with me, I'm sure Merit will link that in the show notes, but also I will be hosting the interview boot camp in the July timeframe. So if you know someone who needs some interview help or maybe you need some interview help, I will definitely have that on my social media and it will be virtual components. So don't feel like you have to come to Indiana, cold Indiana, if you want to participate <laughs> in this. So thank you so much for this conversation. And I look forward to connecting with you all soon.
0: All right. Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you.
1: So this concludes today's
0: episode. And I hope that it inspires you to remember whatever path you're on, it's perfect for you. Also, remember, you are magical. And girl, your ancestors live inside you. There's literally nothing you can't do. Thank you for listening and joining me today on Career Gems. Before we go, make sure you show some love for your favorite podcast by subscribing and leaving me a review. I hope you have an amazing day.